This dynamic Bible-based message was recorded at Good Hope Christian Center. Now, let's listen to this exciting, Holy Spirit-inspired message. Well, I just want to greet everybody, Good Hope Christian Center, Healing Word International, all of those of you who watch online from Israel and all over the world. What a wonderful time to be celebrating our Lord and Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, this morning, I want to share the Word of God with you. And of course, we have just come through this wonderful Christmas celebration period where we remember the birth of Jesus. And in the birth of Jesus, it's, I looked at it this Christmas from the perspective of what would it be if you were pregnant, riding on a donkey for between 70 and 90 Ks, and you've traveled this entire distance, and you arrive at the hotel or the inn, and everyone inside is warm and cozy. And they can see it's a young lady about to give birth, and her reputation is dubious. What would it be like to have been a little baby born in a cement or a concrete or a carved out stone with a bit of hay in it? What would it have been like? What would Joseph and Mary felt like? And so this morning I want to pick up some of, the, of, of it from the announcement that is made to Mary. In Luke 1 verse 26, in Luke 1 26, if you have your Bibles, and of course they'll come up on the screen. Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth. And then it continues to a virgin pledged to be married to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. Having come in, the angel said to her, in the angel, rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Notice this, two things, the favor and blessing. Highly favored. Then he said, blessed among women. Then he continues, and then, of course, uh, but when she saw him, she was greatly troubled because it's an angel. Gabriel is bringing the message at the saying and considered what type of greeting this would be. Verse 30, then the angel said, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. I want to encourage you this morning that this is a time and a season, and this is a time to remember the blessing and the favor of God. So many times we, and we'll get there, so many times we forget how blessed we are. Blessed to have bread on our table. Blessed to have and Victor and I were doing the bad thing, a piece of lovely fresh white bread, you know, cheese, syrup. I'm making you hungry. We're supposed to be eating healthy, Victor. But in the meantime, we, there's just nothing like, you know, people say low carbs, gluten-free, whatever. <laughs> 
But you understand where I'm coming from. We're so blessed to have food and provision and a car to drive and a, and a roof over our head and a place to stay. And so here, Mary and Joseph don't really have a place to stay. And so I want to begin to look at the blessing. Firstly, with the blessing, the blessing scripturally was always a spoken blessing. So we begin to understand when Mary hears the word spoken. How many times have you spoken to your children? One of the things they do on the Sabbath, on a Friday night, the, the Jewish people uh, will bless their children after the Sabbath meal. And so it's really important to sit around not complaining about the week, but to bless your children and bless your grandchildren and bless your wife. And some of you may say, well, I don't have a wife. I don't have a husband. He ran away. Well, we've all got something that ran away. A cat ran away. A dog ran away. Uh, but you can still bless because the Bible says we bless those who persecute us. We bless them. Matthew 5 is the whole chapter about blessing. And the word blessing is, comes from the be attitudes. In other words, it's an attitude of blessing. And so when we begin to talk about the blessing of God, and we know the scripture says the blessing of God and adds no sorrow, the first thing we have to realize is that in Ephesians 1 verse 3, you will find that the writer Paul begins the writing by saying, blessed be the God and Father of us all. Mary understands there's a God in heaven. He's a good father, a loving father, a forgiving father, a father of mercy and grace. And so it says, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Would you say it with me? Who has blessed us? Now you can put it another way. Would you say, he has blessed me? Look at your neighbor say, I'm blessed. I am blessed. I'm blessed. You know, if you complain, no one listens and no one cares. How many of you find that, that out? If you complain, no one listens and no one cares. And so we complain about everything. We complained when we had no rain. Now we complain because we're having extra rain over Christmas. We're blessed. Yes. We're blessed. Rain from heaven. It's the blessing of God. And so we understand the blessing of God. So Ephesians 1.3 said, Blessed be the God and Father of us all. Now notice how he has blessed us. He has blessed us with every spiritual Blessings where? In heaven. So many times we're looking for the blessing to be here, but every blessing comes from heaven. That's why Jesus said, if you ask anything in my name. God isn't a withholding God. God isn't, so many times we see him as a God of judgment, but he's a God of love and mercy. He's a God of forgiveness and kindness. He's a God of grace. And we begin to understand here that he says he has blessed us with every spiritual blessing. 
That means if you have it in your heart, you'll have it in your hand. You see, faith and speaking blessing over your life gets it out of your mouth and into your heart. And when your heart speaks, God hears your heart. So often we just hear a person's mouth. But God hears the heart. I was sitting the other day watching my pulse, my pulse rate. (laughs) And it's real difficult. I have a genuine old stethoscope at home. Any medical professional want one for your medical collection, I'll be pleased to give it to you. It was given to me by a professor of medicine. It's got the mercury and the little stethoscope and the whole deal. But things have advanced digitally. And I was looking at that and thinking, I could put this on my own ears, hear my own heart going, g-doof, g-doof, g-doof. but I'm not quite sure how to read the blood pressure on the thing. It's got all that, all that, it's kind of contraption to me. But it's of value to me because I was blessed by a father a Chinese man who's now gone home to be with the Lord Jesus Christ. And so he blessed me, a medical professor. Well, let's keep moving on. So you'll notice the the first understanding we have of blessing is that it has to be spoken. So the first thing about blessing, the word bless means to speak well. Speak well of yourself, speak well of others, If you can't find anything to say, maybe you say they've got beautiful eyelashes or beautiful eyes. Now, some of you young men and young ladies say, Pastor, I'm not getting involved in that, amen. But if you don't tell a person they're beautiful or they're handsome or something, even my dog is ugly, but I think she's beautiful. People look at my dog and I think, oh my word, why did I buy such an ugly dog? But I love her. So, beauty, we know this is in the eye of the beholder. (laughs) So let's continue in the scripture. So firstly, blessing is to speak well, to praise, to celebrate. Secondly, blessing can be invoked. Now, Invoking a blessing, and I'm going to jump forward, is a legal terminology. It's legal. But let me back up before we get to it as a legal terminology. An invoked blessing is a blessing spoken on others, spoken upon yourself. How is it spoken? We speak it in prayer. That's why it's important to take your Bible and pray God's word back to him. Pray his word back from your mouth to his ear. That's what the Jewish people say. And so your mindset and your heart and your attitude is simply, it's from my mouth to God's ear. He said, I am blessed. And the God of heaven who said, I am blessed, hears and answers prayer. And so I say to him, you promised, you're my dad, you love me. 
How many times, you know, if a daughter says that to a dad, she gets anything. A son says it, you think, hmm. (laughs) But it'll be the same. A son says it to a mother. A daughter says it to a father. And they just, my daughters just have a way of wrapping me around little finger. My little granddaughter, same thing. But it, it doesn't change. My grandson, Matthew, I'd do anything for him. Play on the beach, do whatever he wants. And normally I'm more exhausted than he is. But uh, by the time I get home, I wonder who's more tired, him or I. I would protect him with my very life. So a blessing invoked is invoked through prayer. It's invoked when you invoke something. If you were standing and it's a legal commitment, you are simply saying, I call you to bear witness of the word that I am speaking. I need a witness to hear what I am saying. I need a witness to actually hear the blessing that I have spoken. So that's why a witness in your house, when you tell your wife, I love you, when she says, I love you, it's an invoked blessing. It's an invoked blessing. But it's also a legal blessing because there's a contract where the two of you became married. And when you got married, the questions were, will you, I will, will you, I will, I will, I will, I will, I will. And so you've actually entered into a contract. And when you enter into a contract with the God of heaven who loves you, he never breaks contracts. He keeps his word. And his word is blessing and favor. Blessing and favor. So you'll find in Luke 1, and we're going back to Luke 1 verse 64. Luke 1 verse 64. Luke 1 verse 64. This is Zechariah. So we have Zechariah, Elizabeth, who's related to Mary. Zechariah is going to, well, Zechariah and Elizabeth are going to have a child, and he will be John the Baptist. Mary is visiting with Elizabeth. But Zechariah, because he believed he was too old to have a child, could not write down his name would be John because the child normally takes the name of the father. And so he couldn't say it. And so God shut his mouth and he couldn't speak. He couldn't speak. And then when God opened his mouth and he began to speak, he begins to prophesy. And so his tongue gets read, and what does he do? The first thing he spoke, bless God. Could you imagine if you can't speak? Some of you wives would be really happy. Your husband can't speak for a long period of time. He just can't speak. And you're like, oh, peace, peace. (laughs) So here he can't speak. And when he begins to speak, Notice his tongue is free and he speaks a blessing. And let's continue down to verse uh, 68. Notice, and uh, when he begins to speak, 
um, and I'm going to jump down a little, guys, to verse 68. He says, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited his people. You don't want to miss New Year's Eve 2020. I have a prophetic word clearly put in my heart, but it's a secret. When he saw it last night, I've mailed it to one other person. It's a secret. You don't want to miss New Year's Eve or 2020. I want to tell you, you'll be blessed. <laughs> All right. So that's just a little teaser in the middle. Amen. Okay. But you definitely don't want to miss New Year's Eve. Of course, we celebrate. We have a party. But it's so we really want to know what God is saying to us in this year that's coming upon us. And I've heard from heaven. All right. So let's go back. Notice Zechariah begins to prophesy and he invokes the blessing. So we're going back. He legally invokes a blessing and that blessing he invokes it on Mary. He legally invokes the blessing. He legally says, Jesus is coming into the earth. And I'm going to just give you bullet points of the verses that continue. Firstly, when he goes through the bullet points, Number one, he says he's coming for Israel. Number two, he says he's going to bring salvation. Number three, he says he will defeat our enemies. Number four, he says he will provide the mercy promised. Number five, he says he will remember his covenant, his legal agreement with you and I. God remembers he remembers, in blessing, I will bless you. In multiplying, I will multiply you. We are living in the most wonderful time on earth. Don't give up. Don't look at a place of destroying your life. Pastor Wendy and I have heard too much of that type of bad news. Where just because you're young, you think you have no future. Or just because you're old, you think you have no future. It has nothing to do with age. It has to do with the call and the blessing and the favor of God. In fact, Genesis says you'll live to 120 years. But you do want to live healthy. It's the quality of your life. So 70 was actually the curse. Three score and ten. But the blessing is actually 120. Your body was designed to live to 120 years, to be healthy, to be fit, to be happy, to be joyful, to live in the blessing of God that takes care of you. Some of you, you're just like, I'm so old. Even some young people, I'm so old, walk so slowly. I like to walk fast. You know, Wendy and I have a bit of a heart difference. So I, 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 then I'll just have to take smaller steps. But I like to take big steps and walk quickly. And uh, <laughs> some of you know what I'm talking about. Uh, we're both vertically challenged. Anyway. <laughs> the third thing you wanted to know and understand about the blessing. God can and will bless a person, a thing, a place, food. You remember Jesus multiplied the loaves and the fishes. But before he multiplied the loaves and the fishes in Luke 9, 11 
And I'm just reading the B part, which is the last part of the scripture. Jesus said, heal them that need healing. Many of you may well have come today and you need healing. Heal them that need healing. And then immediately after that, Jesus goes on and he takes the loaves and the fishes and he multiplies them. Verse 16, it says he took, in verse 16, he took the five loaves, the two fish, and he looked up where? From my heart to the heavens. He looked up to heaven and he blessed what God had put in his hands. Have you ever thought that Job lost everything and God restored to him double? Double of what? How do you get double of zero? He lost everything. So Jesus lifts them up and he blesses them. And then he gives it to the multitude. And when he breaks that bread, it's multiplied in the hands of the disciples. Jesus takes what's blessed, puts it in your hands. It becomes a blessing to the poor, to the needy, to people who are around you. It becomes a blessing. When it's in your hands, if you're a blesser, you bless. You have favor, you bless. In Acts chapter 3, verse 26, what really is this blessing about? The blessing is about the fact that Jesus, God raised up his servant, Jesus. Sent him first to bless you. In what? In turning everyone from wickedness. In turning people from their corruption, their bear. He, he went to turn things around. The story is told of a businessman in Chicago. And the businessman in Chicago heard of a great and mighty move of God. And this great mighty move of God was through an evangelist called D.L. Moody. Very well-known evangelist. And so when this businessman in England hears about this great move of God, he sends for his family from Chicago. And when he sends for his family from Chicago, they're, of course, sailing on a ship. And when they're sailing across the ocean, the ship sinks. And he loses his three daughters. He receives a message from his wife. His wife's name is Anna. And she writes, Saved alone. He packs up everything. Goes back to Chicago. Ultimately, they'll land up in Israel to take care of the orphans and the poor. And as they're sailing back across the ocean to Israel, they stop at the place where he believes his three daughters have perished. His wife Anna is with him. And he writes to him, it is well with 
my soul. Out of the ruins of tragedy and despair, he writes, It is well with my soul. How many of you know that song? When peace like a river attendeth When sorrows like sea billows billows roll Whatever my lot Thou hast taught me to say It is well. It is well. It is well. Blessed and favored. How many of you can say it is well? It is well. It is well with my soul. Would you just raise your hands to him and begin to thank him and just begin to thank him and just thank him and say, it is well, it is well, it is well, all is well, all is well, it is well with my soul. Sometimes we only sing some of these great hymns at crazy times. But here this man in the middle of crisis says, It is well. I am blessed and favored of the Lord. Won't you just give him a a, a hand clap of praise and just, just love him. Come on, let's just give God a great praise. Give him a wonderful praise. Yes, we love you. We love you. This year is going to be, well, you've got to come back to find out. (laughs) You've got to come back to find out. Pastor Wendy, we're so glad to be here. I want to pray for you right now. Father, I pray for every man, woman, boy, and girl in this place. Those that have joined us via live stream wherever in the world, that you encourage their heart, You've spoken blessing. You've invoked it on them. Everything we lift up and put in your hands, you put back in ours so that we can put it in others. So today I declare there's healing in the bodies of men and women in this place. I declare there's blessing and increase in their household. I declare... This is an hour where they will shout and dance. Even if they're in a time of sorrow and despair. Because you haven't given up on them. You haven't given up on us. You never give up on anyone. Your mercy endures forever. Amen. 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 We hope you've been blessed by this anointed message. 
For information on other Good Hope Christian Center CDs and products, call 021-703-9400 or write to Good Hope Christian Center, corner of Panton and Plantation Roads, Ottery, 7800 or visit our website at www.ghcc.tv. 